sometimes it really just feels like it takes forever to pay off debt and just it's just never gonna be gone it's like the world's slowest turtle race like if you were to, <laughs> if you were to race two large turtles one of them is debt and the other one is also debt I'm sorry <laughs> that was the most beautiful analogy I've ever heard in my life That's you know what Today's going to be a turtle race. That's what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> the slow turtle race that is paying off dead. Oh, this is awkward. Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well. And welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Appreciate you all coming back and joining for another episode. And today, as you already heard, I'm joined by one of my favorite guests, Allison Baggerly from Inspired Budget. How's it going? Good. I'm just going to imagine that all you said was my favorite guest. Mm, you and do so that. Can, can you go back and edit out one of... Yeah, uh, yeah. I promise I'm going to go do okay, that. Okay, great. Yeah, Thanks, I promise I that's exactly what I'm going to go do. Okay, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. You're such a good friend. <laughs> anytime, anytime. <laughs> well, thank you for coming and joining me and you know, spending a little bit of time over here over on the show. But today, as you heard us talk about at the very beginning, we're going to be talking about debt and how sometimes it just really doesn't go as we plan. But before we get into that, I'm heading into my kitchen to prepare today's bag of popcorn, which is brought to you all by Mint Mobile. And if you're like me, you're probably tired of paying what feels like an insane amount of money for cell phone service. Honestly, sit around and think, what are they doing with all my money? Because I don't really feel like I'm getting great service for what I'm paying. And so I have been looking for a cheaper solution when I came across Mint Mobile, which provides the same network coverage as the big players, but does it at a fraction of the cost because everything they do is online. And with Mint Mobile, you can cut your wireless bill down to just $15 a month, which I love as a number that I can definitely work with. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text, and Mint Mobile offers 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. And on average, most people only use roughly 5 gigabytes of data anyways, so why pay for data that you aren't even going to use? You can bring your existing phone with you on any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with your existing contact, so don't even worry about that part. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash popcornfinance. That's mintmobile.com slash popcornfinance. And since my popcorn is ready, I'm just going to say it one more time. That's mintmobile.com slash popcornfinance. The journey to pay off debt is it's long and Oftentimes, it definitely doesn't go as planned. I think we've both experienced that, Allison, where we have these plans we're like, oh, we're going to be debt free in, you know, a year or six months, you know, however long it's going to be. And then something happens. It feels like something always happens that throws us off. And I mean, you've dealt with that. I know for sure. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because it's like as soon as you make a plan, it's almost like the world is like, Mwahaha. like, <laughs> I don't think so. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, not not what I think. And, you know, we experienced that firsthand. In fact, we paid off. We had a very long journey, several years journey of paying off debt. And we were supposed to be debt free in March. And I'll never forget. It was like January and my husband's car, his transmission went completely out. And we had, I think we had $4,000 in savings at the time, and it was going to cost like $3,500 to fix mm. his car. And we were faced with this 
with this choice because ultimately we could fix the transmission and hope that his car would last us for you know several more years or we could go into debt and buy a used car you know spend 15 20 25,000 and buy a used car and even our family, our friends and our family were like, you have enough money, just go mm. into debt. You can afford a, you know, two or $300 per month car payment. Just do it. It's fine. Yeah, family's always great at spending your money, right? I, I know, right? Other people, <laughs> other people are always great at it. And what they didn't realize is they weren't on this journey for so long. They saw us on the journey, but they weren't in it. And I will, I actually thought, I even thought like, well, maybe we should just do it. Like, Maybe we should, because it was this big what if of what if the car breaks again, but we didn't. We decided to put all of our savings into this car, and that was in 2000, that was four years ago. Four mm. years ago? No. Three years ago, and his car wow. is still running. Look it, at that. Yeah, it's old. It's a 12-year-old car that the bumper might be zip-tied together, but you know what? <laughs> No one knows that. The zip tie is hidden. You did a great job with that zip tie work. I know. It's so (laughs) embarrassing. Oh, goodness. But just know, like, it was so much, it was so worth getting the car fixed and deciding to continue on that debt payoff journey rather than go back into debt and extend it because we had worked for so long. Hmm. I, don't, I love that story. I, I really do. And and it's a great example, especially leading into today's call that we received mm-hmm. from Antoine. And he's really feeling down on his journey. He really feels like it's, it's taking forever. So let's hear from Antoine. First, I would like to say I love your content. Love it, love it, love it. One of my financial fears is not being able to pay back the student loans in full, no matter how much I pay or how many jobs I get. It's just like so much and overwhelming. And it's just like only hidden the interest so it's ah, that is just one huge fear like this is like a dark cloud that's forever looming and hanging over my head i, I just somehow wish they could repo the decree and just you know start all over my goodness when i hear antoine's like when I hear his voice and I just hear that heaviness, I can hear it in him. It's almost like he just has this weight on his shoulders and I know exactly what that feels like. But here's the deal. What I've come to learn is that is a feeling. It is an emotion. It is not a fact. It is not a fact that he cannot get out of debt. It is a fact that he can get out of debt. I made that all backwards, but that's okay. It's the same thing. <laughs> we know because, what you mean. Yeah, exactly. Because the he feels like it will never end. He feels like it's impossible. He feels this weight. But the truth is that it's math. And the truth is that he is able to do it. And so whenever you look at it, as you ask yourself, what is the fact behind it, it allows you to say, you know what, I need to change my mindset and not look at my feelings, but base it off of facts. Because yeah, it might take him several years. It might take him time. But the fact is that it won't take him forever, Mm. right? He said, I feel like it's going to take me forever, but that's not a fact. That's a feeling. So I would say, Antoine, if you're hearing this, and my goodness, I hope you are, I would say to you, Whenever you have those feelings come in, call them out for what they are. They are just feelings. They are just emotions. They are not facts. 
Well, I, I love that because you're right. You do really get into your emotions when it comes to that. I, I think a lot of times people want to separate money from like their feelings, like they're yeah. two separate things. Money is this concrete thing and how I feel is like they don't really make the connection that when you're dealing with something like this, when you have that mm-hmm. type of debt that feels like it's just taking forever to, mm-hmm. to go away, you, it's an emotional reaction. You are down on yourself. You feel like, why am I even doing this? Like, why? Should I just stop and just say I'm going to have this forever because it's just taking so long? But like you said, it's you really have to acknowledge that and say this is just this is just how I feel, and this doesn't mean that it's impossible. And I think it's important to surround yourself with, I think, examples of people who have done it and who have made mm-hmm. it through these situations. And I think like something you do with Inspired Budget that I I feel a lot of people get inspiration and encouragement from that because they see what you you were able to do. You had what over one hundred and eleven thousand dollars of debt. Yes, on two teacher salaries while growing our family. So there were even times during that journey where we were sending fifteen hundred dollars a month just to daycare, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it, it really, there were times like, I remember there were times I felt like this is never going to end, especially at the beginning. But thankfully I married someone who does not have the roller coaster of emotions that I might have (laughs) and who can say like, no, it's not, it's not going to take us forever. Like it's going to take us, you know, four to six years, depending upon blah, blah, blah. And he had it all mapped out mathematically. And when I could listen to that version of it, it took a lot of the fear and stress and anxiety and sadness that debt can bring on. It took that, it allowed me to take that off of my heart and out of my mind. Hmm. Now, and I think one thing that's great is like having, like you said, you had someone there who was very logical about it. Mm-hmm. Very like, this is what it's going to take. And I've done the math and this is how long it's going to take us to get to this point. He was very, you know, he focused on that part of the, yes. of, the, of the thing. And I think sometimes there are situations where maybe what you're doing isn't enough. Maybe you're not putting enough money towards it. And mm-hmm. I, I don't want to shortchange the situation. I don't, I don't know exactly, you know, what Antoine's dealing with. He didn't say how much debt he had or how much he was making. Uh, right. But I know there are some situations where people, you know, maybe their income's not enough to, to tackle their debt. And so mm-hmm. I think that's when you, it, the focus needs to maybe shift to other items that they need to do. Maybe, maybe you're going to have to work an extra job, which is mm-hmm. horrible. I don't want that for anyone. But I know that's something that I did while I was paying off debt. I was driving around delivering food. I would get off of work. And I would hop in my car and I would do food deliveries. Good for uh, you. And I would I would walk up to a door and a twelve year old boy would open and say, "Where's my burrito?" And I'm like, "Oh, ah. <laughs> like one of the most humbling experiences." Like I'm wearing like my work my work clothes, like oh, my dress clothes. Like, he's like, "This is the nicest dress delivery guy I've ever had." <laughs> but I knew like I had to do something because I wasn't making yeah. enough money, and it it's it really sucks that that we get into these situations where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you're just trying to make, you know, a better life for yourself by going to school and you end up with debt that's really changes your, the way you have to live to, to deal with it. But I think sometimes maybe you sit down you look at the numbers and you really honestly look at the numbers and say, mm-hmm. how much do I need to pay this off? And if I'm not bringing in enough money now, what do I need to do yeah. to, to fix this situation? Or at least help improve it. Right. And that's looking at the facts. You know, yeah. that's not looking at it based on emotion. And you said something very interesting. You said that so many times people want to separate money and emotions mm. or money and feelings, but they, you deal with money every single day in every facet of your life that they get so intertwined. And, you know, even whenever you're, you're 
falling into the trap of comparing your life to someone else's. It usually has to do with money. I can't afford what this person has. And so that's why it is so, you have to be mindful of it. And when you can recognize, like for me, I can recognize, okay, I'm falling into this trap of believing these feelings that aren't facts. And whenever I'm able to fall into that trap about anything in my life, even things that aren't even related to money, even things whenever I think, you know, like, oh, someone doesn't like me, but then I think, well, no, I don't know they don't like me. That's not a mm. fact. So when you can realize that it's not a that it's just a feeling and not a fact, then you can better change your mindset about it and have a more positive outlook. And therefore, I mean, just have a happier life. Yeah. You, you don't know how many times I, I'm at work or I've been in other social situations and I'm like, oh, I don't think that person doesn't like me. I must have said something. And it's just like it's just like all in my head. Yes. Like, I have no reason. I have no real reason to believe that. But I just get caught in my feelings and emotions like, oh, no, I must have done something. And it's like, you right, you got to you have to pull mm-hmm. yourself away as hard as it is. You have to pull yourself away from that yeah. and look at things logically, which is something that's hard to do. And one thing is, if you don't if you are unable to do that, if you're unable to pull yourself away and look at something not logically like that, then find someone who can coach you to do that. Because Mm. I couldn't do that for years, but my husband is a very logical person and he has learned to coach me through that process. So therefore, it has become something that's ingrained in me. And so therefore, I am now able to coach myself through that process. I love that example. You know, I'm I'm typically a very like logical person. I'm not. I don't consider myself mm-hmm. an emotional person. I wouldn't consider you emotional either, thank except you. for the time that you cried. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Chris cry. Don't worry. <laughs> well, thank you for that story. Uh, no, but I, I I consider myself very logical, mm-hmm. and I still find myself in a situation yeah. where when I was dealing with money, I would get very overwhelmed, mm-hmm. and I would feel like, oh no. What am I going to do? This is going horribly. And my wife, who is the more emotional person, mm. I would end up talking to her about it. And even though roles were kind of flipped from what they normally are, she yeah. switched and became the logical person. She could talk me through it and talk me down. Yeah, she because, thought you were spiraling. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> oh, no, here we go again. And so, <laughs> but you need someone that you can talk to. I think that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. You need to talk to someone. You can't sit in a, in a vacuum all by yourself mm-hmm. and just wallow in the pity that is debt because yeah. it could be horrible uh, but you can really get in your own head and create these these narratives and conversations mm-hmm. that are just going to keep dragging you down so you I, to me i always suggest you know in a situation like antoine find someone you can talk to yes and uh someone you trust yes and that you know is not gonna make it worse <laughs> right <laughs> it's right. not gonna just say oh yeah this is horrible you're never gonna yes, pay this off. don't talk exactly. to that friend but someone you can truly honestly open up to and who will be someone who can encourage you because it feels so good to tell someone the situation mm-hmm. out loud and i think that helps take some of that fear off yeah because you didn't tell people did you no i didn't tell anyone not until i think we we're almost done it's like I think probably within months of paying off all of our debt that's when I finally told a friend about it. And do you wish you had done it sooner? Like, do you wish you had opened up about it sooner? Do you think that would have made it harder or easier? You know, I really wish, like looking back now, I really wish I would have talked to someone about it because it felt mm-hmm. good to say it out loud to someone. Like when I finally told someone what I was dealing with, and he's a really good friend. I'll give him a shout out. His name is Logan, one of my oldest friends. Oh, Logan, yeah. you're such a good guy. That Logan. <laughs> but <laughs> I did, I, even though he's one of my best friends, I never told him about it. 
I just didn't because yeah. I just I felt ashamed. I, I went to school for finance, Allison, and I was in all this debt because I just made you know decisions that I probably shouldn't have, and I felt very guilty about it. And mm-hmm. um, but it would have helped so much if I could have told them. But yeah. like there's other people I probably wouldn't have told, and I'm happy I didn't because they I know they wouldn't have made it any better. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I was happy. Yeah. I mean, I wish I would have told him sooner. Yeah. Well, Antoine, find a friend and remember. Mm-hmm. Always step back and ask yourself what is fact and what is feelings. And you, your feelings can lie to you. Mm. And you can, you know, just because you feel something doesn't mean it's true. So look for the facts in it. And the fact is that it is possible you will not be in debt forever. It may be several years, but you are capable of getting out of it. That was great. I'm not even going to add anything to that. That was perfect. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Well, thank you, Antoine, first of all, for the call and, uh, and trusting us to be able to give you some feedback on that. And thank you, Allison, for, for joining me on the show. It's always great having you on. Well, thank you for having me. I really do enjoy getting to chat with you and your audience. Oh, well, I appreciate it. And before we go, I always like to, you know, people have heard you many times, but there are probably some new people here who have never heard you on the show before. So I want to let them know how they can find you, how they can connect with you. And if you are someone who needs some encouragement, who's mm-hmm. looking for some accountability, uh, Allison, I think you're a great partner for that. And you have some great resources for people who are looking for, for help with that. Yes. Thank you. So you can find me at inspire budget on Instagram or inspirebudget.com. And in the new year for 2020, I am opening the doors to my inspire budget inner circle, where it is a group of individuals who I guide you weekly. I give you weekly lessons. I'm basically your accountability person to help you reach your goals, pay off debt, save money, and just learn how to actually stick to the budget that you're writing. Which I think it's so important. You got to have someone, like I said, you got to have someone to talk to. You got to have a group of people who are on this, who who understand it and are going to encourage exactly. you. And I think you do a great job with that. I'm, I'm actually in the group. Yes, I, you are. You're a lurker in the group, but a good lurker. A good lurker. Wow. A positive, well, Why did it make me sound like a weirdo? Golly. Oh, well, I mean, if the shoe fits. <laughs> Chris is a member of the group. He is my special guest that is supportive. And anyway, like we said, if you want to join, go to inspirebudget.com. I'd love to have you. And Chris, okay, I'm going to totally ask this on the air, and I hope this isn't awkward. Uh, and if uh, it is, oh, well, this is probably, awkward. It's probably going to be. <laughs> this is awkward. Um, if you get more calls, can I join you back? And we can answer some of them together. You did insult me. But well, only once. That, only once. That's true. <laughs> Normally, it's many more times than once. But yes, if I get more calls, then I'm more than happy to have you back on and okay, help me great. answer them. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Allison. I always appreciate you being here. And yeah, if anyone else, if you have a question, if you want to call in and ask us for our advice on anything that might be bothering you about money about you know how that's affecting you and your family and friends anything like that feel free to send it over and you can call the pop line which actually i need hold on i'm gonna pull this up i gotta give credit to the person who gave me the name for the pop line here so i have his name here and it is john over at the uh, georgia racing podcast so john thank you so much for that i really appreciate you with the the quick pun on on the ready for the pop line so if you have a question you can call in to the pop line it is 707 200 8259. Send us your calls. Or if you want to use your computer, you can go to popcornfinance.com slash voicemail and you can leave a message there. So we'd love to hear from you. Love to give you some advice, help you out along the way. So Allison, thank you again. Thanks so much. Appreciate you joining me. And uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll see you around soon. Yes, I'll see you around. Bye. Yeah, boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.
Sorry. You can start. You can start. Go ahead. I'll be quiet. I won't make any sudden movements. I'm not looking at this part of my screen. Okay. All right. I got this. I can do this. I'm a professional. I can do this. I do this all the time, right? No? Probably not. While you're doing that, I'm actually going to take a picture to upload to Instagram. So you do that. Actually, no. Smile. Oh. I was, I was making it. Wait, no. Well, that just came out with you just looking like the saddest smile. <laughs> I can see you like... Miss <laughs> Jessica Bufkin, what is your favorite podcast? My current favorite podcast is called Pantsuit Politics. Um, it's two ladies who are on the opposite sides of the aisle politically. Um, I'm not, maybe not even completely opposite, but they wrote a book called I Think You're Wrong, But I'm Listening. So the whole conversation is about in this climate where we're, that we're living in politically, there's so much nuance and more nuance than we're actually giving credit to in these conversations. So I think it doesn't really matter which side of the aisle you're on, there's a conversation to be had and to have it gracefully and not be something that stresses me out about politics like most things do. So I appreciate that about this this. Um, this particular podcast and they do some great Instagram stories in the morning with the news each day it kind of just supplements it that's that's, that's kind of what I'm digging right now I like that.